0: Mighty God we serve angels bow before him, heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God! praise the name of the Lord Jesus, brothers and sisters let's turn back to Acts chapter two and we continue from verse forty six
1: there on I want to I want for us to understand. That as we look in the words of God, particularly the attitude or the character of the church when it began, what's recorded in the book of Acts, it challenges us. I don't know about. Another man, but I am on repentance ground. As I read these words, I'm looking in my life. I've been talking to the Lord to give me the right approach, the correct approach. To life and what's left of it in my own life Jesus is just as serious about his ministry, the kingdom as the day he started preaching here on earth And none, not one of his words have changed because
0: society have changed. His words remain the same. Luke writes and he said they worship the saints together at the
1: temple each day. They met in their homes
0: And shared meals with great joy and generosity. Believers were worshiping with gladness. When you talk about the church of the living God. When someone sees the church, they ought to see gladness. The world has got to look on the church and see the spirit of gladness. Worshipping
1: with gladness and with singleness of heart. Everything was together. That word singleness uh, means, speaks about the tenderness of the heart. Hearts that were ready for whatever challenge, whatever command the word. Would have given. There was no hardness. People were were tender. No man held on to anything. With any tight fist.
0: Was such a a spirit. Of unity and love. Need arise. A man would bless.
1: And felt. The presence of the Lord. By giving, no selfishness.
0: Question is, what brought forth such a radical change in these men and women' lives?
1: What caused such an effect upon them? Nothing, brothers and sisters but the pure, unadulterated word of God. And the question is, if the word could
0: produce such an effect upon them, what about us? Why hasn't the word produced such an effect
1: upon us? Why is it that we so hard in our heart it's because we haven't surrendered to the word
0: it is the word of god the command that demanded this radical change and men and women bow to the word in surrender yes
1: Witness the effect of the word. Jesus in Luke chapter 9 and verse 23. He said, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself. Crucifixion of self. It is the command, it's a demand. From the living word of God. He said take up his cross daily. And follow me. That's the effect of the word. Upon anyone. That was being born in the church of the living God.
0: Any man that was born into the church. Surrendered to the word. And immediately. Started acting. Believers were praising God. From the heart. It was a worship from the heart. Praising God. And the result is that they found. Favor with people. Souls were added to the church. Daily such
1: as to be saved. I really believe, brothers and sisters, in a church environment where folks are filled with the
0: Holy Ghost, and people are born into the church. I don't believe That this should be a seasonal experience. I believe this is something that we should see. Ever so often. We should have this expectation. Every day. That souls will be born into the church.
1: Why? Because the
0: word of the living God takes precedence over everything else. And If every one of us has this attitude,
1: we will recognize that God will act. God will honor his word. Paying attention to the doctrine of the church. I'm not
0: talking about Rules of men. I'm talking about what the Lord gave to his disciples,
1: what he told them to teach men to observe. You see, brothers and sisters, we 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 need a, a wash. We need
0: God to. Open our minds and our understanding. And begin to remove some stuff. Some barriers that has been built up
1: inside our minds. Cultural barriers. What would be. Uh, as the culture of the assembly. See.
0: Most of us. We programmed to believe. As soon as you are born into this church, we are born to receive blessings,
1: prosperity, wealth, fame. Folks preach that. But we are never told that when we are born into this church, We're born to suffer. We may be famous in our community.
0: But becoming a part of this church may cause you to lose your fame. Being born into the kingdom
1: of God may cause you to lose your wealth. Hello. We don't want to talk about that.
0: When Jesus looked on the man and said, uh, you're very near to the kingdom. But possession, wealth is a problem for you. And for you to pass the test, you gotta you got to get rid of your wealth. That's what Jesus said. It's gonna be impossible for you to enter the kingdom with the wealth that you have. Get rid of it. Sell it all. Give it to the poor. Meet the needs of the poor. This is a this is a
1: Uh, a lesson to every person
0: who has wealth because what Jesus was telling him is that you did not understand the reason you have
1: become wealthy. You missed the mark.
0: I allowed you to be wealthy because I trust you that you would have taken care of those who are in need. But instead of taking care. Of those who are in need. You build barns. And you hoard your wealth.
1: And now. You are far from. You, you,
0: it will prevent you from entering the kingdom. Covetousness. Let's turn to Acts chapter 5. I just want to. So keep the idea, keep the understanding of how the church was progressing. Here now we
1: see one of the first sin and trouble in the church.
0: Because there was a certain man named Ananias who with his wife Sapphira sold some property.
1: If we He sold some property. One second. I'm just looking for a passage of scripture.
0: Yes. From chapter 4. Verse 36. And I'll read it quickly. Speaking about. How the brethren were, were sharing what they had. What they needed. Luke gives us an instance of a brother by the name of Joseph, one of the apostles nickname, Barnabas, which means son of encouragement. He was from the tribe of Levi and came from the island of Cyprus. He sold a field he owned and brought the money to the apostles.
1: Sold it. Brought the money everything that he gained from selling this parcel of land, he brought the money and put it at the apostles. He gave it to them. These men could be trusted. We have a problem in our churches today. And it's a very serious problem. Because there are men was given a bad report.
0: To the assemblies of the Lord. Because they make a merchandise. Of God's people. They take the money. From the
1: flock. And enrich themselves. On
0: their, their way. To a devil's hell. It's right. I'm not talking about. Just other assemblies. It's affecting the apostolic community also.
1: But what a nice example here.
0: He sold this parcel of land, gave it to the apostles, and the apostles, they, they, are, they are taking care of the needy.
1: And someone in the
0: assembly recognized what just took place. Joseph did a remarkable thing unto God. He wasn't seeking any fame, wasn't seeking to be recognized by men. He gave it with a willing heart to God. And the Bible said, uh, "But there was a certain man named Ananias who, with his wife, Sapphira, sold some
1: property. Just
0: like Joseph. The difference we recognize. He brought part of the money. To the apostles. What's wrong with that? Nothing is wrong with that. I could very well sell my car now. And purpose in my mind. To give the church 50% of what I gain from it. And nothing would be wrong. But he brought part of the money to the apostles claiming it was the full amount, the full price for which he
1: sold the land. Sold it for $4,000 and claimed for argument's sake that he sold it for 2000 So in the assembly, He looks like a genuine believer. But he's about to bring trouble in the camp. With his wife's consent, he kept the rest. We now
0: see a different kind of a heart. Not the heart of the believers we witness in chapter 2 coming along people who were giving everything
1: for the sake of the gospel keeping back apart kept the rest agreeing with his wife we will represent ourselves in such a fashion and pretend to the body of Christ as if we are true
0: believers. Peter and Ananias, why have you let Satan fill your heart? Immediately, it's revealed to the man of God you lied to the Holy Spirit and you kept some of the money for yourself. The property was yours to sell or not to sell as you wish. You could have kept it. And after selling it, the money was also yours to give away. You could have given 10%. You could have given 2%. How could you do a thing like this? You weren't lying to us. You are lying to God. Luke tells us that as soon as Ananias heard these words, he fell to the floor and died. It's funny as we talk about this, I remember one particular time, Christian walk back home in Jamaica my pastor was collecting um, a special offering for the ministry and the man decided that he didn't want to share what he had with the church he had the money But decided he was not going to give to the church. And As I share this testimony. You'll find out how we know that. But. He sat in the church. And he had his wallet. And he had a good portion of money in his wallet. Folks went up and gave freely unto the Lord. He sat down. And I'm telling you. This happened, and we know this because he testified. Later on in the service, he went outside. At that church at that time, the facility, they had what was considered an outside washroom. In Jamaica, they call it a latrine, for those of you who know about it. He went to the washroom. While he was in the washroom, his wallet fell down into that hole. Lost everything. He came back in church broken and testified. Sat on his money, didn't want to give to the Lord, and lost everything. You see, brethren, let's understand. Ananias kept back a part of what he wanted people to believe he gave to the Lord. It's a sin. Not only of money, but keeping back in any form as it relates to our devotion to God. It's a sin the sin of hypocrisy, deception. They were professing, brothers and sisters, Ananias and Sapphira, to be uh, believers, members of the early church. They were professing to be true believers as if they were acting in the same manner as the entire community. Made it seem as if they were denying self. Taking up their cross. And to follow Christ. Made it seem brothers and sisters. That they were true followers of Christ. Taking Jesus Christ at his word. You know we look on this story casually and we may pass our remarks but perhaps the subject is not in the selling of possessions but perhaps a deeper look is understanding am I professing To be a believer when I'm not? Am I professing that I'm fully surrendered to the Lord and I am not? I'm keeping back apart. Do I want to blend in with the true believers? For men to think that I represent the body of Christ. Total surrender to him when I am not. Living a hypocritical life. Deception. It's a lie. That is being manifested. Brothers and sisters. If we search our heart. Diligently. We recognize. How easily we can fall into this sin. Of keeping back. Presenting themselves as if they are fully committed to the cause. when They are driven by a different agenda. A motive that can only be discovered by the eyes of the Lord. Keeping back brothers and sisters speaks of partial commitment you know I like what's happening in church I don't mind coming I don't mind doing some stuff around the church but you see that vision that the pastor have or see that vision and that, that the church is, is moving along with I don't really believe in it do you? Do we? Un, let's understand, brothers and sisters, what singleness of heart meant. The brethren only wanted to hear what the apostles say. Once Peter spoke, whatever the need, whatever the demand was, every man fall in line. Because no man wanted to give room to the enemy. These men kept back part of the money that they did not need. They could have kept their land, not sold it. But misrepresenting themselves in the eyes of men, not knowing That they are not affecting men. But they are lying to God. Some of us. Not because.
1: Men haven't dropped dead in our churches. But some of us are under. That sort of a judgment. Something I don't like to talk about. But I'll share it. I remember a very close friend of mine back in Jamaica started to fall away in his devotion to the Lord. And I remember his reverence even to the pastor of the church His relationship with him had been affected in some way or the other. I left Jamaica and I came here to Canada studying. And one night, I haven't spoken to him for probably over a year or more. And one
0: night, I was caught up in a trance. And I found myself in my church back home. And I was standing at the podium ministering.
1: And when I opened my mouth, I saw him approaching, coming down the, the aisle. I said, My brother, why have you brought a reproach to the name of the Lord? In the aisle, he stood and he looked at me. I said, You have brought a reproach on the name of the Lord. And I heard myself saying, the same hands that took out
0: Ananias and Sapphira is waiting for you. And immediately in the vision, uh, I was caught up in the vision. Immediately, he fell in in the aisle, became crazy,
1: lost his mind and seemed like he died. I jumped out of my sleep crying, I couldn't wait until the morning. I got a got a card and I called back home and I called him. I said, My brother, something is not right.
0: I said, Whatever it is, you find your way back down to the church and go make it right with the pastor. Something is about to happen in your life and you need to set it right.
1: phone got disconnected, he called back and he confessed and he said yes, yes, he agreed. Not many days after. In a very mysterious way, he lost his
0: life. What was a police chase ended up with bullets and the entire car engulfed in flames. Lost his life.
1: Brothers and sisters, not everyone will just fall away dead in the church. But God
0: is merciful and long suffering, but judgment is determined and will be executed.
1: Jesus says. It's a nice sense of fire. Took hold of what they had.
0: But it's the words of Jesus. He said, take heed. Luke 12 and 15. And beware of covetousness. I'm telling you. The church is under a blanket of covetousness. We're not kind. We're not generous.
1: Individual, you may find
0: folks who are kind, but as a community, we're under a blanket of covetousness.
1: Especially here in Canada, covetousness.
0: Jesus said, take heed and beware of covetousness for a man's life consisted not in the abundance of the things which he possessed. Colossians 3 and 5, mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth. Fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry.
1: That means
0: such an individual have not learned to deny themselves. So they cannot say they are following after Christ. Because a man, his first step, if he wants to follow
1: Christ. Is to deny himself. A
0: covetous man is not in the way of Christ. You're not we're not walking with him if we are covetous.
1: Greedy. We're not walking with him.
0: First Timothy six and ten for the love of money is the root of all evil fountain every evil comes out of it which will while some coveted after they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves
1: through with many sorrows hear this it's a blessing Proverbs
0: 21 and 13 whosoever Stop at his ears at the cry of the poor. He also shall cry himself, what shall not be heard. We don't believe those things.
1: Needy folks in the assembly, we hear the need, echo the request made, and we fold our arms. God says, "Don't worry."
0: Time is about, it's just, it's just about time. I'm going to cause that, that wind to pass over you too and place
1: you in a position of need. But when it comes, nobody's going to hear you. You're going to cry too. But shall not be heard. Mercy.
0: Proverbs 28 and 27. He that giveth unto the poor shall not lack, but he that hideth his eyes shall have many a curse. Sometimes, brothers and sisters, when we are
1: born into the church
0: and we break the spirit of the church, when the word uh, has has touched our hearts and the Holy Ghost is flowing and we know what it demands of us but we we, we quench the spirit. We don't
1: recognize that we are allowing ourselves to be placed on the many curses.
0: Partial commitment. We find, we find today uh, folks are, are not wholly committed to the cause of Christ.
1: I'll tell you what that looks like. As soon as trouble comes, we run back to him. We can cry. We need all the prayers that we can get. Because trouble is at our door. Sickness is upon us. Those are the times. Sometimes we see some of the faces. But a true believer. He knows that trouble is coming. But when trouble comes. He knows he's walking with the Lord. So he just keeps on singing praises. Doesn't bother him. He's standing on the word. He knows. He has an expected
0: end. He knows that God is for him. Shall not be moved. It's going to be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that's going to bring forth fruit even in the midst of trouble and trials and testing.
1: Keeping back is deceiving. deceiving the church, brothers and sisters. Pretending to be who we are not. Wanting others to believe that we are of such. A pastor in a church. Only thinking about what you can get from the flock. Deception. I'm not going to give my all to this church because I really don't believe in this. I'm crazy to do such a thing. But they still want to be a part of the, the fellowship. Don't want to
0: be left out. And Joseph is not the only one who can sell land. We have land too. So, because someone has done
1: something good for the Lord. We, we want to be seen in that light. Deception. Wanting the privilege and the honor. A whole lot of that is happening in the church. A curse that's upon us. Men seeking God's holy institution to honor themselves.
0: Not remembering that the Lord himself said, My glory I will not share with another. Men who are irrelevant in their communities want to be relevant in the church. Men who have not affected their families want to have a positive impact upon the church when have failed to have an impact upon their immediate surrounding. Want to be honored by men.
1: But still keeping back apart.
0: Romans 16 and verse 18 it said, For they that are such, serve not, O Lord Jesus Christ. Get real. Paul is saying, they don't serve Jesus Christ but their own belly and by good words and fierce speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. Philippians three eighteen to 19 Paul says for many walk of whom I've told you often and now tell you even weeping that they are enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is in their shame, who mind earthly things. Friends, I'm telling you, in 2021, in this uh, period of time in which we live, you hear a man of God talking about uh, possessions and prosperity. And being blessed and becoming the next millionaire, I'm tell I don't care who that person is. Take your Bible, tuck it under your arm, and run for your life. Find a Bible-believing church that talks about Jesus. And I'm not telling you. I'm not saying this to to, to have you come to this assembly. I couldn't care. Where you attend, as, as long as it is a Bible-believing church that preaches and teaches about the gospel of Jesus Christ. The power that brings salvation to men. Jesus did not die for us to become wealthy in this world. It's a lie from the pit of hell.
1: can saint become
0: wealthy. Riches can come. But we shouldn't set our heart upon it. And a true believer understands that the wealth that comes his way, God is using him because he can trust him to take care of people who are in need. And that does not mean
1: necessarily people we know are immediate surroundings. Wherever the need is, We give.
0: Keeping back. Brothers and sisters. And I want to close with this. Is allowing. Satan.
1: To fill our heart. Peter said. My brother Ananias. Why have you let. Satan, fill your heart. A heart that's not fully committed to the Lord is a heart that has made room for Satan. The Holy Ghost is supposed to fill the land. The heart of a believer.
0: Holy God is supposed to allow us to act upon the word of the living God.
1: Convicts us when we err. Keeps our conscience alive. Satan is a liar. And because Ananias had made room by keeping back a portion for himself, lying about it. He has made an agreement with the father of lies. And Satan is the father of lies. And so, now his heart is filled by Satan. Peter said it. Why have you allowed Satan to fill your heart? Brothers and sisters, we don't understand that there are many of us who have allowed the enemy to poison our mind and our spirit. We're defiled and we don't even know it. Hearts that have become hard, no longer tender, no longer responsive to the Lord. lies. Satan has filled the heart of Ananias. Now, because of that, the only response would be, instead of agreeing with the Holy Ghost, he now lies to God. Peter said, you lied to the Holy Ghost. You kept some of
0: the money for yourself.
1: Who told Peter that?
0: How could it be that Ananias and Sapphira are in their homes agreeing and making this plan and turned up at church? And as soon as they turned up at church,
1: man of God said, why have you allowed Satan to fill your heart and have lied to the Holy Ghost? Brothers and sisters, we don't recognize that God speaks in a very direct manner to his children, to his servants, very clearly. some of God's servants begin to open up and tell you what the Lord has shown them people run out of the church a great deal of pretense in this modern day church
0: but the eyes of the Lord seeks out, watches, knows everything soon as he turns up the church it's like a defense mechanism. The Lord looks and see the unity and the fellowship in the church. And one man is about to break it. That's why his judgment was so swift. There was such a bond of unity. And this occasion was an attack upon the spirit of unity. Love, fellowship, steadfastness continuing in the apostles' doctrine. Souls being added to the church. And this is about to affect the very fiber of the church. And God said, I would
1: not have it to be so.
0: You, if we allow the Holy Ghost to begin to bring us together when we come under the authority of the word, and when I am uh, in unity, fellowship with my brother, my brother with the sister, the sister with the brother in fellowship and the love of the Lord, the Holy Ghost begins to regulate the church. There any man comes to break the fellowship. I'm telling somebody that right in Faith Deliverance International Ministry, there's going to be such a move of the Holy
1: Ghost. No spirit of pretense to be able to stand. And immediately God said, Peter, talk to him.
0: Give Peter what to say. Immediately the man's eye pops open, couldn't believe what he heard, fell back, life. Left his body, died in the presence of the church.
1: We can't stand against the church. It's a powerful institution. You gotta watch what you say, you gotta watch what you do. It doesn't matter
0: where you are, God governs his church. I was sharing with Brother Matthew uh, yesterday, I was telling him of an experience folks don 't understand the authority of the Lord and how serious God is about his business. I was sharing with him uh, i when i before I got married, working in the church, taking care of the uh, the outreach ministry, the tent ministry, and everything like that, I went from city to city pitching the tent huge tents i 'm not talking. About some small stuff eighty by one twenty, eighty by one sixty. Sometimes several of them been joined together, pitching them all over to proclaim the word of the Lord. And I remember this this high school rented the, the tent. We went there, I went down there with the team and we pitched that tent and they had their graduation ceremony. And after everything ended, my my pastor was my uncle. He left and he he went to California to preach. And I had the responsibility to go back and take down that tent. And a friend of mine
1: came along with me. And the rest of the members of the team
0: did not show up. Two of us to take down this big tent. And I wondered as we struggled taking down that massive tent. Just two of us take down all those poles, remove the stake, fold those tents and pack them in bags to take them away. And when the the work became so strenuous, I remember I gave up going on to study, to stay with the
1: church. And Satan tampered
0: with my mind right there in the field. And I remember turning to my brother, my my, my my friend, a brother in the church, and I said, I wonder if my uncle, if he had a son, he had no children. I, I said, I wonder if he had a son, if he would have been here taking down a tent, or would have been in a university studying. That's what I said aloud. Brothers and sisters, this is not a, this is not a fake story i'm telling in reality i said it because that's how i felt in my spirit i said i wonder am i doing the right thing or should i pack up and leave this thing and go go on to study i wonder if he's doing the right thing for me that's what
1: i said to myself and to my my brother that was there and immediately brothers immediately immediately I was soaking wet.
0: Sweaty. I believe there was a slight drizzle at the time. Immediately after those words left my lips. I heard a a huge bang. The lightning struck. My body shook. Not only mine. The brother that was there too. It was an open field. Both of us bodies shook. And when I look on myself, all the, the the sweat and the wet, the moisture within my clothes
1: dried up. I looked to the heavens and I began to repent. God did not like what I said about the man of God.
0: God just showed me his mercy. He said, we, 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 we are we we behave in a very ill-mannered way these last and closing days, preventing the move of the Holy Ghost. God showed me mercy, I didn't keep it there when he came back. I told him i said, I told him exactly what happened i said i said,
1: I made this remark, and this is what took place. I'm sorry.
0: There are a lot of game players in the church. A lot of men and women who who are not living consecrated lives, have not truly surrendered to the Lord, pretending,
1: keeping back apart. And that's an
0: attack upon the name of the Lord. Because when we keep back apart, men look on us and cannot give glory to God and if we prevent men from giving glory to God because we have kept us apart, you don't want to know how does that
1: sound? Having a conversation with an unsaved or an unsaved finding out that such and such a
0: person is a Christian and is shocked. They can only be shocked because they are not seeing the light shining through us. The only reason why the light will not shine through us is because we have not surrendered to the word of God. If the word is in us, if the word is working in us, if it's working upon us, it's going to shine through us.
1: Keeping back apart. God's cleaning up his church. God's cleaning up his church. Time will not allow me to finish tonight. But we're going back into prayer. Satan lies to us. Tells us. Causes us to justify ourselves. And keeping back. What God desires from us. No man. That put his hand to the plow. And look it back. Is fit for the kingdom of God. Fully committed. Fully committed. You know what my pastor told me. He said. You will know where your mind is at, if the Lord places a demand on you and require of you your property, can you sell it? He told me with tears in my eyes or in my spirit he told me the wealth he had when he got the revelation of Jesus. He left his home, a property he owned, to answer the call to be baptized in Jesus' name. He said he went across the road called call a lady Who must have been renting a house. Called her. Took her over to the house. And he and his wife. Gave the lady the keys. To the property. And left. Pack up from Hanover. Went to Spanish town. And he said. He went to be
0: buried. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, I made a commitment to the Lord, son. I will not purchase another property until God tells me what he wants to do with my life.
1: Talking to him, he said, son, I I have not purchased a property yet. Coming to the closing days of his life. If this Jesus thing is so real. Why am I keeping back apart? If this Jesus thing is what he says it is. Why is it? I'm preoccupied with other stuff. I remember brothers and sisters. God gave us this little house that we live in. Remember the day we got the keys. Headed up here. Arrived, parked the car in the driveway. Place our feet on those steps. Excited that we had, the, we, got, we had gotten a home. I gave my wife the key. I said you open the door. She placed the key. Into the keyhole. I said hold it. Before you open that door. I want you to understand. That the Lord gives. And he takes away. This, is, this piece of property could just be for a limited time. Let's not fool ourselves. Proceed and open the door. Brethren,
0: I'm, te- I'm fully convinced in my whole heart that the house that I live in is not for me. I can't say that I don't know about anybody else. I'm fully convinced that it belongs to the Lord. I'm fully convinced that nothing that is in my
1: possession belongs to me. If the government can tell you there are some natural resources under that piece of property that you live on, we got we got to get rid of you, or we want to run a highway through your property we're going to buy out your land, and we're going to name the price and you can take it to the court, but in the end you know who's going to win. how much more the Lord all things were made by him. And without him, there was nothing made that was made. Hallelujah. We need to surrender. We need to give our all to him.